folks. Grab a seat and pour your drink neat as Whiskers and Whiskeys presents Tales of the Trophies, the Big 12's greatest robberies. I'm Mike with EJ. How's it going, pal? I mean, there's really only a few things I can say right now. Mm-hmm. Although we've come to the end of the road, mm-hmm. I just, I still can't let go. Mm-mm. It's just unnatural. No. Nope. And I think the Pac-12 belongs to me. Yep. And I know I belong to them. And we are just nearing the goddamn end of the road here. And First tier, my. It has been such a glorious season, like mm-hmm. we keep saying, and it just keeps <laughs> proving uh, right. And there's still two weeks left and two incredible weeks of games left um forget in all college football just specifically the pac 12 yep yep and yep. uh yeah it's the gift that keeps giving i know i just i i yeah i just wish they could they could go back i yeah sometimes you gotta go back and go forward as mcconaughey says and i i i hear you i wish they could go back and i mean you're right man when a lot of schools a lot of conferences have you know kind of cupcakes this week uh in the not a lot of conferences one particular conference that likes to do this well well (laughs) georgia is playing tennessee but utah utah's playing arizona let's see Notre dame and wake that that should be an interesting game sam hartman homecoming uh let's see north carolina and clemson Hmm, interesting oregon going to arizona state Hmm. yes Hmm. i know it's not a great spot to be in no, it's not. Uh, okay, State and Houston. Oh, oh, okay, State. Be careful. Uh, Kansas, Kansas State, Washington, Oregon State. That's that's gonna be a good one. Prime time too. Oh yeah, yeah. That that'll do. That'll yeah. Do that it. ought to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Ought that ought to do it. Oh uh, yes. What a what a great 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 weekend and last two weeks of the regular season which means that we are on our penultimate episode of season three which is crazy it just it really did fly fly by it just it flew by flew and flied and flown and it's all the tenses oh yeah oh yeah so today we are going to discuss the sunflower showdown game. Did you know before looking at these show notes what the sunflower state is? Did you know it no. beforehand? No, I did not know that. And for the listeners, you probably still don't know because I'm gonna just title this Sunflower State. So some of you are gonna know and some of you won't, but this is typically a rivalry that no one cares about in any sport, really, to be honest with you. Basketball mm-hmm. sometimes. But it's very much like one-sided. Yeah, football never uh, until this year, which is going to be quite the game. But it is played between the Kansas Jayhawks, the Kansas State Wildcats. Kansas is a sunflower state. I did. I did not know that. I I yeah, did yeah. not know that until we until I saw the show notes. So trivia. Yes. We haven't done Kansas. 
because we haven't done and there's only two two real big schools in Kansas and we haven't gotten to them until now. So why don't we do a little bit of Sunflower State trivia? That tickles me. I love it. Let's do it. And, and this is going to be there's going to be some weird ones because it is Kansas. So. All right. OK. OK. Question number one. Cocker City, Kansas, is home to the world's largest what? Now that I said that out loud, I should have had a couple other couple other options here. But uh, <laughs> is it A, the largest sunflower, B, the largest ball of twine, C, the largest lollipop, or D, the largest blanket? You know, I want to say sunflower because it's the sunflower state. That seems too easy. Uh, or is it? Or is it? Uh, ball of twine seems like uh that's something you see on the side of the road you know maybe you're just trying to put that in my head because that's a type of thing you see Lollipop. maybe you see a cat hopping around all nimbly bimbly oh nimbly bimbly uh, <laughs> um pop or blanket hmm this is tough uh i'll go with the obvious one i'll go with sunflower that is incorrect. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I figured, it, yeah. It is a ball of twine right now. Oh, okay. It is. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, so the largest ball of twine, it measures over 38 feet in circumference and weighs more than 16,000 pounds. Yeah, I mean, those are the things. I should have gone with that because those are the things you see, you know, like in the movies and stuff like that. You know, yeah. come see the world's largest ball of twine. So, okay. Yeah, you probably can see it from like the two state lines because <laughs> Kansas is flat there was actually it is i i believe they proved it to be literally the uh topography is flat as an ihop pancake but i didn't know how to include that in a question so just as so you know that's flat as an ihop pancake yes the state wow yeah they've that's flat yeah that's flat i couldn't imagine <laughs> yeah um, no idea wow hmm. all right question number two in Derby County, it is illegal to do what? A, punch a vending machine. B, walk backwards after dark. C, high-five a dog. Or D, whistle at a farmer after Labor Day. Oh, man, these are all good. I bet these all are, are legal in one county or another. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love these these uh, obscure laws. Um, I'm going to say walk backwards after dark. That seems like a good one. That is incorrect. Mm, okay. It is illegal to punch a vending machine when it has stolen a person's money. Specifically. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that, yeah, that, but these all, I mean, they all seem like they would be. That one is probably the most fun as I was going through because there actually are there. I almost tricked you because there was like two or three other ones that I found that were equally as outrageous, but um, I already did that to you once where they were like all the right answer there. There's uh, yeah. I mean, there, those, those types of obscure kind of laws are great. I love them. Okay. Question number three, With, and this is kind of like, a mm. we've talked about this a few times now, so it's kind of testing your memory. Has some of these answers been a part of other questions? Oh yeah. We'll see. So which famous fast food chain started in Wichita, Kansas? Is it a Hardee's? B, Pizza Hut, C, Subway, or D, Quiznos? 
Ooh, you put two sandwich chains in there, which makes me think it's one of them. Uh, but for some reason, something in me is saying Pizza Hut. I don't know what why, but I have just an urge to do Pizza Hut. Quiznos would be my second guess, but let's do, let's do Pizza Hut. That is correct. Let's go. Let's Pizza go. Hut was started in Wichita, Kansas. I don't know what it is. Just something about it just drew me to it. So <laughs> I don't know. I must have. It must have been you know stored away somewhere up there. So question number four. Which element on the periodic table was discovered at the University of Kansas in 1905? Was it A, hydrogen, B, potassium, C, lithium, or D, helium? I feel like hydrogen, potassium, and helium are all pretty, like those would have been around prior to 1905. So I'm going to say lithium. That is incorrect. Wow. It is helium. Helium. And it is one of only two places, which I didn't think to look at. The other place, Kansas, uh, where you can get it naturally. Uh, that, helium. that is not the I would have guessed made potassium. That's wow. Helium. Okay. Okay. And the final question. Number five, William Purvis and Charles Wilson of Goodland, Kansas, invented what? Mm. Is it A, the helicopter, B, the snowmobile, C, the go-kart, or D, an ambulance? Oh, jeez. You know, just because Goodland, Kansas, G-O-K-A, go-kart, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say go-kart. <laughs> that is fantastic but that is incorrect yeah well give it a shot <laughs> they uh they invented the helicopter back okay. in 1909 okay i know so many well, things there's actually of all the times i've done this like try to find wacky you know um facts about a state there was this website that just had a hundred really interesting facts about kansas because i mean i thought most of these were pretty interesting that mm -hmm. i would have never guessed mm -hmm. um so yeah a lot, lot of things going on in kansas Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's, just that's exciting. I know. Um, all right, back to the trophy. Sunflower State Showdown. What does this trophy look like? Well, obviously, I'm thinking a giant sunflower seed or something, <laughs> not sunflower seed. That would be something, just a pack of David's sunflower seeds, ranch that you can share with your friends. Uh Let's see. Let's just say a giant golden sunflower. It'd be fun if it was a big staff. Maybe I'm thinking of that because like the corn stalk thing, but it'd be fun if it was like a big bronze golden sunflower, like on the stalk and everything. That would be, that'd be a blast. Um, but I'm also thinking like the, um, uh, what was the, tr the uh, Magnolia trophy. I think it could be like that where it's like a wooden base with like a sunflower in it. That could, that could be another possibility. Those are my guesses. Okay. Well, we will find out in just a little bit. So I'm going to give you a little bit of the history of the rivalry. So the first matchup between these two schools was in 1902. Uh, Kansas won that matchup 16 to nothing. 
Uh, Kansas won 17 out of the first 24 meet or 21 meetings, excuse me. But Kansas State has won the last 14 games in the series. Wow. And overall, though, Kansas does lead the series 64 wins to 51 losses and five ties. Pretty close. Um, yeah. So, like I had mentioned, this does date back to 1902, and this game has been played every year since 1911 making it the fifth longest active series in NCAA um, college football. The other four longest, so the ones that are longer than that, uh, are Lafayette and Lehigh. That's since 1897. Uh, One that we have talked about, Minnesota and Wisconsin, for Mm -hmm. Paul Bunyan's beautiful axe Mm -hmm. since 1906. Uh, One that we talked about earlier this year, Bedlam. RIP uh since R. I. 1910. Great way to and go. And then out. one that we will likely talk about next season which is Wake Forest North Carolina State since 1910. A lot of a lot of long time rivalries. Yeah, Lafayette Lehigh, that's a good uh that's the longest running one. That's a good uh good trivia question. Yes. Yes it is. And I'm not sure if it has a trophy, but if it does, <laughs> you know we'll cover it. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Um, so like any interstate rivalry, uh, intrastate rivalry, the two schools disagree on the overall series record, though both agree that Kansas does lead the series. So the difference arises from the 1980 game, which Kansas won 20 to 18 on the field. However, the Big Eight conference back then ordered Kansas to forfeit the game after a player was ruled ineligible. So as a result, Kansas claims the lead, the overall lead is 65 wins to 50 losses to five ties. And Kansas State reports the, the Kansas leads 64 to 51. So Kansas cites the NCAA policy to explain its refusal to reckon the 1980 game as a Kansas State win. Uh, the policy states that uh, NCAA schools must acknowledge forfeits imposed by the NCAA or those dictated by the rules of the game, which specifically referencing conference imposed penalties. So basically, yeah, Kansas doesn't uh, think that that should count as a loss. Hmm. I love these uh, when these when the schools disagree over the record. It's it's good stuff. It's that's a sign of a nice rivalry. Yes, it's a great start. So a little bit more about the history of this rivalry overall. So it between um, it began between these two schools uh, really back to like the, the creation. So there's just drama around, you know, the founding of both schools. So and that goes back to the 1860s. So the towns of Manhattan, Kansas, which is home to Kansas State and Lawrence, Kansas, home to the University of Kansas, both competed to be the site of the state university. Uh, required in the Kansas Constitution after uh, they achieved statehood in 1861. Manhattan would have become the home of the university in 1861, but the bill establishing the university in Manhattan was controversially vetoed by the governor, Charles L. Robinson, who was of Lawrence. So an attempt to override the veto in the legislature failed by two votes, So in 1862, another bill to make Manhattan the site of the state university failed by one vote. And finally, on the third attempt in 1863, the Kansas legislature designated Manhattan as the home to the state's land grant university. Um, But the the legislature was not done. 
Uh, prodded by that former Governor Robinson, the legislature distinguished this institution from the university in the Constitution. And on February 20th, the legislature named Kansas as the home to the state's university um, and provided Lawrence provided that Lawrence could raise $15,000 at the time and no less than 40 acres of land. And when Kansas met those conditions, the University of Kansas was established there. Hmm. So just a little bit of drama. They wanted to yeah. be Manhattan yeah. wanted to be the first uh, to have the the university, but had to wait until they got the uh, land grant, the land grant to to get make it happen. The yeah. state university, um, and the first recorded meeting between these two institutions in an athletic competition was a little bit more than thirty years after their founding, and that was actually in a baseball game in eighteen ninety eight. And it's baseball that goes well together. Yes. So could you, I mean, I think I still potentially, I think I probably kept it in the show notes. Could you guess what the name of this original trophy is? Well, it is in the show notes, but it does make <laughs> sense. The governor's cup. Just like every, yeah. every interest. I mean, uh, thankfully there are some good ones looking at you, Michigan, Michigan state that do not just have a governor's trophy. Um, but in this case, the, it did start. So the, the origin of a trophy for this game started in 1902 and it lasted until 1939. I could not for the life of me find a picture of this old thing. Uh, that makes sense. Especially with the name governor's cup and a ton of, horse racing and other trophies uh, i really just couldn't couldn't nail down if um an original picture if there was one that exists on the internet but i think just we, know. we can use our imagination and figure out what that looks like just the just the cup you know yeah. normal normal cup trophy with two handles yeah that's given given by the two governors right yeah yeah, yeah. so beginning in the 1940 football season the winner of the kansas kansas state contest received the peace pact trophy uh, would you like to scroll down and just scroll down to that one and tell me what you see? The best way oh. you can describe that. Huh. The Peace Pact Trophy. After after free-for-all at Lawrence in 39, when Kansas students led the Frosh Grid Squad defended goalposts after Kansas State win. Hmm. Uh uh, people don't like, write like that anymore. Uh, it is. Let's see. It looks like uh, like a iron trophy or maybe bronze or something. I don't know. Uh, but uh, let's see. It's like it's like a circular base, um, with like I don't even know how how to really describe this. It's like two, like it's 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 just a plaque on like a circular base, essentially like a, a upside down trapezoid uh, with the short end on the bottom, the long end on the top. And it says peace pack trophy. I can't read walls engraved on it, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's it. Kind of, kind of dull, kind of bland. Yes. Yeah, so this is a miniature bronze goalpost. So it's the goalpost back in, in those goalposts look pretty. They're like angled out. It doesn't look like any goalposts I've seen. I watch a lot of football. Um, So the trophy was intended to keep the winning team student body from tearing down the loser's goalpost. So in in that 39 game, uh, the Kansas students defended their goalposts after Kansas State won and wanted to rip them down. So they thought that having this trophy that looked like goalposts 
oh. would stop the student body from doing. I mean, maybe things. maybe if it looked like actual goalposts, then uh, then it would stop the kids from tearing it down. But I no. mean, do we know for a fact that that's not just what goalposts looked like back in 1940? I'm pretty sure they weren't angled out like that. I, I'm pretty <laughs> positive. Okay. Um. So that lasted all the way up until let's see, 19. 69 so why don't you scroll down and tell me what the current trophy looks like um which was very very generic governor's cup i would imagine the first governor's cup looked very similar to this it's a wooden base with the plaque on it of i assume the winner every year and uh then a silver cup on top uh like a little you know just like a trophy cup you know Use your imagination. That's probably what it looks like. Pretty standard. So this is this version of the Governor's Cup was um, started in the 1969 game. Uh, This game is considered a classic in the series. Uh, It was contested by two very good teams. Kansas is coming off an appearance in the Orange Bowl the previous season, led by uh, Pro Bowl or uh, excuse me, Pro Football Hall of Fame running back John Riggins, while Kansas State in 1969 was an offensive juggernaut led by quarterback Lynn Dickey and running back Mac Heron. Uh, The game was not decided until the final play when two Kansas State defenders jarred the ball loose from a Kansas receiver in the end zone. The loss sent Kansas's season into a tailspin, and the Jayhawks suffering greatly from the loss of Bobby Douglas and John Zook to the NFL, finished the season 1-9, culminating with a 69-21 loss to the Big 8 Conference Champions Missouri. So following the game, Kansas State fans tore those goalposts down in Kansas Stadium, an act uh, with a long history in the rivalry, and then Kansas State would repeat this in 1994 after ending an 11-game losing streak. Excuse me, Kansas State fans would get their revenge in 1994 after uh, ending the 11-game losing streak in Lawrence. So the plaque here for the Governor's Cup, there's the um, the final picture, the third one, um, is at the bottom. It says the Governor's Cup is the third trophy in the history of the series. In 1902, the Governor's Trophy was awarded to the winner, uh, the University of Kansas, uh, who won 16 to nothing. Beginning in 1940, the winner of the game was presented the Peace Pact Trophy, which was the miniature brass goalpost. This trophy was awarded as a way to ensure the winning team's student body did not tear down the losing team's goalpost. Did not work. And uh, one other thing that you didn't mention, though, about the second picture. What's going on here? Uh, are they like, were they, are they taking stuff out of the cup? I saw it as putting some sunflower seeds into something. Oh, that could be. That could be spitting sunflower seeds in the cup. Is that what they're doing? I believe so. Nice. I like that. I like that. Like a little spittoon. Yeah. Yeah. That's not an actual spittoon that people used, which is actually this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, I, I, um, I honestly, so the third picture that you have where it's like all shined up and everything, sing in the locker room, yeah. it looks pretty nice, pretty impressive. 
uh, you know, all shined up and everything like that. So I like that they're spitting into it. That's uh, that's interesting. I, I dig that. So why don't I go over? So we talked about the 1969 game being a classic, not only just because it was the um, first time this latest and current trophy was used, but also came down to the last play of the game. So I'm going to give you a couple more games that were pretty famous in this series. So in 1980, we'll talk about the forfeit. So on November 1st, 1980, Kansas defeated Kansas State 20 to 18 in Manhattan. A Kansas, uh, what's it? Oh, to, it, that led them to take um, a 93 lead in the first dozen years of the Governor's Cup. And however, it was determined that running back Kerwin Bell uh, for Kansas was a partial qualifier despite his high school transcripts indicating otherwise, and he was ruled academically ineligible at the time of the 1980 season. So in 1982, the Big 8 Conference ordered Kansas to forfeit three conference wins and one tie from the 1980 season, including its victory uh, in the 1980 Governor's Cup game. As a result, the two schools now dispute the overall record. Uh, so it was uh, the running back was ineligible, was academically ineligible. In 1987, this one's dubbed the Toilet Bowl. Uh, the <laughs> uh, this one is uh, this was the one tie during the Governor's Cup era uh, that took place in 1987 in Manhattan and is the most infamous game in the history of the series. Dubbed the Toilet Bowl and the Futility Bowl by national commentators, the game featured a one and seven Kansas team and an zero and eight Kansas State team. Uh, and the contest lived down to expectations and resulted in a 17 to 17 tie, which was secured when Kansas blocked a field goal as time expired. Following the tie, both teams lost their last two games of the season with Kansas coach Bob Valacenti being fired following the season while his counterpart Stan Parrish kept his job. Uh, he was later fired in 1988 after the Wildcats posted an 0-11 season to extend their winless streak to 28 games. But Parrish's firing led to the hiring of Bill Snyder, who would shift the direction of the series and really their program yeah. um, in favor of the Wildcats. And now that stadium is named after the man himself. Uh, there you go. Sometimes you got to, you know, get through the shit to, you know, yeah, it's like Andy Dufresne. Toilet. <laughs> like Andy Dufresne. He crawled through 500 yards of foul-smelling awfulness I can't even imagine. Came on the other side squeaky clean. So There it is. There it is. 1995. This is the only matchup in history of the rivalry uh, where both teams were ranked until this Until this year. Really? Wow. Yes. So the University of Kansas came in 7-0 and and ranked number 6 in the AP poll, while Kansas State was 5-1 and and ranked number 14. Both teams would finish the season ranked in the top 10, but this day belonged to Kansas State. Kansas State started strong and maintained the advantage throughout for a decisive 41-7 victory. And then in 2004, this one's called the Streak Buster, an 11-year winning streak by Kansas State that began in 1993 at the time. Uh, the longest of either team in the series was broken on October 9th, 2004, when Kansas won a back-and-forth 
31 to 28 thriller in Lawrence. The head coach of the Jayhawks was Mark Mangino, a former Wildcat assistant under Bill Snyder. Uh, and Mangino bested his mentor in Snyder's final visit to Memorial Stadium during uh, Snyder's first term as Kansas State coach. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, 2007. Kansas wins in Manhattan in 2007. Kansas won in Manhattan for the first time. Um, this was as of 2022, which still is the case. Uh, this was the first time they won in uh, Manhattan since 1989 and also posted its only victory over a ranked Kansas State team. Kansas uh, entered the game 4-0 while Kansas had a 3-1 record, but Kansas was favored in the contest and ranked 24th in the AP poll. Kansas overcame several mistakes through the course of the first half, tying the contest 14-14 at halftime. Following a strong second half performance by Kansas, the visitors from Lawrence posted a 30-24 victory. And Kansas went on to build an 11-0 record on the season before losing to Missouri, uh, and it secured an at-large bid to the 2008 Orange Bowl. Mm. So there you go. I remember that. Hmm. Yes. Okay. So now this just really, really, really hammers home the only second time that both teams have been ranked. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man, both teams are kind of riding a high right now. So it's going to be uh, quite the game, but uh, that's, that's it. Why don't we get to our rankings? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kansas lost last week or didn't they? Yeah, they did. They lost to Texas tech last week. Yes. But still, um, yeah. I think they are still tied. Um, I think they are, there's they're both five seven way... three. They're yeah. both seven three. And they're this, both this would be a big one for them. Two hmm. losses in the conference, I believe. Um, hmm. So they were they were saying like the Big Twelve is already panicking because there's five teams tied for second right now. So um, hmm. there there would be quite the doozy of tiebreaker scenarios. So they're trying to make sure that it's very clear to gotcha. all schools involved what the um what the tiebreaker will be in in huh. the event that these teams uh multiple teams tie for a second. They've they've also completed I think it's called the circle of suck or something like that. Where uh every every team in the Big Twelve you can like do a circle of like every team's beat every, like this team beat that team, that team beat that team. You can go the whole way around. It's pretty good. It's pretty impressive. Um okay. <laughs> So, all right, under the the rankings, looks. Yeah, I mean, it feels kind of lazy, you know. Uh, I, I, it's just a regular old governor's cup. So, I mean, it's uh, it's like a two for me. Um, history of the trophy itself. So, I like that it's you know gone through multiple iterations you know, they had original covers covers cup then they did the field goal post thing then they had the new one so they they like having a trophy in this rivalry game they've had it for a long time i like the spirit of doing it so they they don't knock down the goal post but it feels like i said the governor's cup just thing just feels like a little lazy um so i'll go with a a three partially due to like the longevity Right. I really, I like that they've had it for a long time. I mean, the rivalry itself, I mean, clearly it's pretty hated amongst the teams being an interstate rivalry. Um, there's been a lot of animosity since before the schools were even created. 
Um, so I'm going to say it's uh let's say it's a four, you know, uh, competitiveness. I mean, it's very close. Um, it's a very close series. They've ever, it's like in the grand scheme of things though, they're not all that competitive. So like competitiveness between them is good, but like competitiveness when compared to other things that are out there, isn't as good. So like, I, I'm going to knock a couple points for that. I'm going to say it's like a three. Uh, so, you know, overall, overall, I'm going to put in the mid tier. I don't think it's, it's, it's not a low, but it's not a high. So. Okay. Uh, I agree with you on looks. I think it's a two. Um, it's not terrible. It's just not very creative. Um, there could have been so many more things. Uh, that they've done to the the current one. I mean, it looks good, about as beautiful as a cup as we've seen, but it is just that a cup. Mm-hmm. So, um, the history of it, uh, I I also agree with you. I like. Uh, I'm going to go with a four as well. I do like, or, or, or sorry, sorry, you said a three. I'm going to go three, three and a half. Yeah, I'm okay. going to go three and a half. So, um, I do like how long they've had a trophy. So since 1902, I do like it that it's on its third iteration. I like that the second one was very intentional, uh, even though it looked silly. It had mm. like some cool history behind why they do it. And I do like that the schools felt like they need to have a trophy for this game. Mm-hmm. So, um, I do like that the rivalry itself, uh, I agree. Uh, I'd give it a four. Um, I think it, it, Although the football history of it is obviously um, not great, I do like that it is intrastate. I do like that just generally these schools don't like each other across multiple sports. I do like the goalpost thing that keeps happening. I, I love I love that. Just that history has lived on for over 100 years, um, which is pretty interesting. So or almost 100 years unless it happened before the 1939 game, which is very possible. Um, so I, I just like that. I think if it was, if there were more stakes um, and, and maybe if these two coaches don't leave their job, which isn't looking very good for both these schools, <laughs> um, then maybe this will be higher. And and I know that kind of bleeds into competitiveness, but um, yeah, I'll stay with a four there. And then competitiveness, um, Yeah, that's tricky. Because I do like, because I do like when we take national stakes. So I think when we what talked about Florida, Florida State, and how that trophy, like the there for an entire decade, that was like loser doesn't go to the national championship, right? Like the winner went to the national championship in that series, like eight out of ten years, like that's the peak of competitiveness, not just between the two schools, but nationally. So while this is very close it obviously has skewed one way in modern era towards kansas state um and it hasn't been relevant um relevant nationally so i'll go three and a half with that um so then yeah this i, I would say this firmly sits in in the middle tier yeah uh, for me as well middle america mid-tier yeah yes. now now the things i would do to improve it like the easy thing is to point to the sunflower thing. Like I said earlier, when, you know, we talked about the name sunflower state shutdown, but I'm off that. I would, uh, you know, given that this whole thing was started because of the goalposts, like, why don't we just get a goalpost bar, you know, like just yeah. a, a, a piece of, of a goalpost from a game, you know, 
and uh you know paint it paint paint it uh purple and the other side blue and red or whatever and like you know i think that could be cool and then like you could put you know notches in and stuff like that so for every time you win you put a notch or paint something on or something like that so i think that would be cool like to to give you know homage to the reason why they they started the trophy in the first place so um i think that'd be that'd be neat what you got i you're deep in thought here i am you're deep I am. There's like one thought triggered another thought triggered another one, but then that kind of derailed the first one. So I'm trying to like bring it all together in my yeah. head before I it comes out of my mouth. So I I think I'll just go with my initial gut. I think they should just do a full goalpost, but not like a full size one. So oh, instead okay. of a piece of it, do like a half size enough where it still takes a few players to to um to move it. Maybe yeah. have like a ceremonious stealing or ripping out of the ground of of it or something along those lines i think i like the idea of it being colored uh the school colors on both sides right they're very different and distinct um which makes it i always like when when uh, yeah teams have very different colors yeah. rivalry teams so TCU yeah and, te- and and texas tech there there's like the purple and red there that yeah i i agree yeah right um so yeah i'm i i that's what i would say i think it, i i do love that history of the goalposts. Uh, and I, while I can appreciate why schools don't love when, when students tear those things down, <laughs> um, I think this would be a good, like medium, just get like a, a medium size goalpost, uh, for the, the team to, uh, to celebrate maybe with the students, uh, you know, I don't know, but, uh, I, so it's just a piece. I just, just give me the whole thing, but give me like a smaller version. Yeah. 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 I like it. I like it. Um, okay. So this game, uh, is going to be played, uh, this weekend and it is on uh Saturday night, 7 PM on FS one. And this is Kansas state traveling to Lawrence. So as of mm, earlier yesterday, I guess I can, uh, I can double check. I don't know when standings change. Um, let me see if they've changed. Um, I don't know when like the rankings, um, change if they do which day um but so i give you guys the right numbers here also i wish it wasn't just on fox sports one get this bad boy yeah these these schools deserve a little bit of shine here but okay it looks like they stayed at least for now so this is the number 25 overall kansas state traveling to lawrence to play the number 16 overall uh kansas so both seven and three uh last time i looked and it looks like the line has not really moved but it was kansas state laying eight and a half on the road what are your thoughts how much are they laying eight and a half eight and a half What Kansas State do last week? They they beat Baylor. Not saying much. Yeah, it's not. Um, shoot, give me the Jayhawks. I'll take the Jayhawks in this one. Cover to win outright. I like cover. 
Okay. Yeah, eight, eight and a half is a lot of points. That's yeah, a lot just, of points. It's like, while I can understand the idea that Kansas State is probably the more well-rounded team playing very I just got to believe that Lawrence is going to be a madhouse, right? You have yeah. both teams ranked for the only the second time in school history. Kansas can score with the best of them. Who knows if Jalen Daniels could be playing? I don't know if he is. Watch out. Yeah. I, that line makes me think he's not, or at least as of now, they they don't know or don't think he will. But I just got to believe that even though Kansas isn't great on defense, this is the game they get up for, right? It's their rival. Everything's on the line for both schools. Um, and I, I think they at least cover. I do. And that was actually, it's one that I'm, potentially considering to make for a pick them just because um, oh. I just love the idea of I, I love some home dogs and this just seems like a good spot for a rivalry game like I don't know I just feel like I would be Lance Leipold has just been so great that I'd be shocked if they got blown out yeah of this yeah. game but yeah we'll see potentially but yeah I, I think I agree with you I think uh I think Kansas covers it's a lot of points it is it's a lot of points on the road Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's going to do it for us this week. Follow us on Instagram at whiskers.whiskies and please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, don't forget to check out our Saturday morning pick'em post. We are nearing the end here uh, and it is pretty close. I think only about one of us is technically out of it uh, because of the biscuits. There's uh, there's still hope for really seven of us, uh, which is pretty interesting and uh, pretty exciting. And also check out our new website, whiskerswhiskeys.com, where you can see our college football preview bracket, which we are going to revisit here shortly after championship weekend to see how we did. Um, And also check out our ultimate sports travel log and join us next week for the season finale. When we talk about the chancellor's spurs for Mike, I'm EJ. Always remember too much. Anything is bad, but too much, too much good whiskey. Barely enough. Tears boys.